Hello, world, and thanks for listening in to episode one of the Everything and Nothing podcast. Christy Brownlow, and I am super excited to welcome my first guest to the mic, Miss Michelle Davis. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Good, girl. How are you? (laughs) I am doing great. I, you know, I was just thinking how I came to know you was through my sister. Yes. And my sister has moved on. She has transitioned to a heavenly space, but I inherited the blessing of you. Oh, thank you. And you've been (laughs) such a blessing to know over the years. Yes. Thank you so much. So I think what happened, how we got here today, you saw a picture of a microphone. I was being silly and random as normal and posted a picture of a microphone that I bought and you asked me if I was going to have a podcast and I hadn't even given that any thought to be honest, (laughs) but then you put that on my mind and I was like, you know what? No, I just want to have it because it's cute. The microphone. But if I ever do have a podcast, you'll be my first guest. And so here we are with the podcast and here you are as my first guest. And I am honored. So thank you for agreeing to chat with me today. Oh, thank you for inviting me. And, and that's funny that you say, because that's the first thing I thought when I saw that mic. And I was like, that mic is so cute, right? Because <laughs> I've been looking at a similar mic for my, my business coaching work. And I'm like, that, that mic is so cute. I wonder what her topic is, what her mm-hmm. topic is going to be, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was just serendipity. It was just supposed to happen, I guess. So after we kind of chatted it up about having the podcast and being my first guest, I asked what kind of topics you wanted to discuss, if there was anything off limits, all of those good things. And one of the things that you said that stood out to me was surviving change. And immediately I thought about COVID because here we are going along with life 2020 supposed to be this huge year for everyone and all of a sudden everything just kind of shuts down and when you said surviving change i don't know if you were thinking about covid but i kind of related it to that and how we have all had to adjust and that adjustment period looks different for different people but some people are probably doing better than others and that's okay. But I was very intrigued when you talked about surviving change. And I think one of the things that you addressed was like going through a divorce, changing a career, all of the different things that come with change. So I'm just going to yield to you and kind of learn from you what you were thinking of when you suggested that topic. It's funny that you talk about, you know, COVID because we've all kind of been reflecting and trying to figure out where the world is going right now. And, and you know, because we all have been held hostage 
by this ran, you know, this disease that came out of nowhere or, or this, mm-hmm. you know, virus. And so I've seen a lot of people kind of lose it, you know, kids, adults, you know, lose it emotionally, um, mentally, and even some spiritually. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about, you know, surviving change and looking at the current climate, a lot of people have had to make a lot of changes during this time. We've had to buckle down on our finances. We've had to pivot in our businesses. So the way we were doing business before is not the way we can continue doing business now. And then the other reality is, is that there is a lot of people that just are out of business, you know, out of business, out of jobs. And they've had to kind of pick up the pieces to kind of see what's next. So that is, that was what I was thinking because I think the biggest takeaway that I want your audience to come away with um, in, in, you know, through this podcast is to know that we all will survive this. Hmm. We all will survive this. And and we have to have that in our mind without a doubt that we will survive all of the the changes, everything that's happened. We survived that crazy election. We're still surviving. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're still surviving it. Other episodes. (laughs) Yes. No, I am going to address. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I digress. Go ahead. Back to you. (laughs) So we are all surviving a lot this year. And and if you were like me, I was like, yeah, 2020 is going to be my year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Yeah, I have all these goals. And all of that went out the window. Mm-hmm. And we all had to change. Right. <laughs> we all had to change. And then, you know, and a lot of things rose out of the ashes. But the biggest thing I think we realized is we have to adapt to a new way of living. Yes, yeah. So, um, you know, we we had the birth of the Instagram club through, you know, the club quarantine mm-hmm. and, and, and people just got really creative, which so it's been really exciting to see how people are surviving change. And I, I'm glad that you brought that up. That is the creativity that I have seen just with individuals in businesses, at schools, we have all had to figure out new innovative ways to make things happen. And the things that would have seemed so random (laughs) years ago, like what, you're having a birthday party online? Who does that? Thanksgiving online? Now it's just like the thing. And one of the things that I love the most, I'm like, how come I can't graduate? I want to graduate again because I love the parade, the car parade when people go down the street and give gifts to graduates and stuff like that or for birthdays. I'm like, this is just amazing to me. But we have all had to figure out, like you said, ways to make adjustments and as you were talking, I heard a siren in the background. I forgot to mention that you are in New York. <laughs> yes. We yes. love New York. And I'm sure you have seen many people go through changes in New York, especially from a frontline worker standpoint. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I live uh, right down the street from a fire station and, you know, the just everything, you know, that goes into, you know, seeing the first responders and, you know, New York was the first 
COVID hotspot, mm-hmm. essentially. And it's sad that no one, you know, <laughs> around the rest of the country believed us with everything that was going on. And it's really sad that things had to take the direction that they did nationwide. But but yeah, we we it was it was rough here because we were, you know, we were scared. We were, you know, as a mom, I was scared for my daughter in school. I was scared for myself. Interestingly enough, I live on uh, Staten Island and Staten Island has the highest, even now, months later, the highest COVID rate than any other borough in New York City. Is that right? Yes. I didn't realize yes. that. Okay. And it's broken. It's it's strange because it's like one half of the island is like in a red zone because we have these different zones and I'm in, uh, you know, another zone and I'm like, I'm scared to go in the red zone, even mm-hmm, though it's the same, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the same island, you know, so it, it's been really crazy in New York. But one thing I am thankful for, and I do have to look at the bright side is, you know, New York survived what I believe to be the worst Mm-hmm. of COVID. And, you know, and when you look at us on any statistical chart, we are actually the lowest in terms of nationwide stats. And so while, but the other piece is too, while, you know, we've kind of lowered the rate here, you know, people travel and people come yeah. in. And so it's like, do you know, I struggled even for Thanksgiving. It's like, I want to go away. It's not snowing. The weather is good. But then I don't want to quit. I don't, I don't want to come back with COVID. <laughs> and you know, you're so. just afraid, afraid to be in that environment on a plane or around yes. too many people. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So tell me your business, you're a business consultant. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So in your business, what ways have you had to personally adapt after this whole COVID situation took hold? Well, initially my business was working with small business owners to help them build out their brands, their websites, and really put them out there online. Mm -hmm. And when COVID hit, um, business owners panicked Mm. and they didn't want to invest in marketing. And they didn't want to, you know, they're like, I can't, you know, I can't afford, I don't even know if I'm going to be in business. Wow. And so um, one of the things that I decided to do, um, in in addition to helping business owners, you know, at low cost, and in some cases, you know, no cost through, you know, different services that I can offer, but I've been also like delivering more content online to help people. But the biggest pivot I made was looking at how many people were thinking, you know, how many people lost their jobs and how many people are finally kind of looking at that dream that they, of owning their own business that, okay. that's kind of been shelved. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've kind of put it on the shelf because they've been, you know, in their mind, maybe they're too busy. Now they're thinking I'm too old or, you know, because it's been on the shelf so long, my dream has dust on it. Right. And so, right. Yeah. So what I've done is I, launched uh, essentially uh, Phenomenal Boss Academy is what it's called. Okay. And this and Phenomenal Boss Academy will help uh, under people that have felt undervalued uh, as employees or undervalued in life or feeling like they need, you know, to dust off that dream. And now, 
evolve to being a passionate business owner. So I'm really big on, you know, through this academy with teaching people how to tap into what they're passionate about, Mm -hmm. tap into their own skills and expertise, and how to build a business around it. Because so often, you know, even in the past, even before COVID, I would see a lot of business owners, they want to build a business around what's profitable. Right. And what's what's trending. And I, my sole focus in Phenomenal Boss Academy is to help people pivot from, you know, losing their job and, and creating a second stream of income and finally starting their dream business. But it's going to be based on what you're passionate about. It's going to be based on your skills and your expertise. And also people forget that they have so many ideas and business ideas within them. Because we work so long as employees, we forget that we have we are like our own entity. Mm-hmm. And we identify ourselves on LinkedIn and all these platforms as our career. And so I always push entrepreneurs to identify themselves as themselves. You know, stop giving your your employer free free advertising. Come on now. You made me sit <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, just just stop it. You know. Who are you? And I had, you know, when we talk about, you know, surviving change, I, when I changed out of nonprofit, I, I'd worked in nonprofit for about 20 years mm-hmm. and I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. And so Phenomenal Boss Academy is really about get, helping people understand who they are, what they've overcome, because once you look at your, what you've overcome, it's amazing what comes out of that. And one of the exercises that I do with my coaching clients is write down an overcome list. And and we can even add COVID on there too. Wow. Wow. (laughs) An overcome list. Yeah. Write down an overcome list. Everything that you've ever overcome from the time that you have a memory, you know, whether it's something that happened when you were four, something that happened when you were 15, something that you happened when you were 30. 50, whatever age you were, what have you overcome in your lifetime? And when you look at that overcome list, you can't tell me that you can't help someone else make a transformation. Okay. All right. And so that is, so, you know, that is the heart of what Phenomenal Boss Academy is, you know, helping people kind of tap into their own skills, their own expertise, because we, we don't have the confidence in ourselves. Right. To kind of venture out on our own. And so, you know, of course, starting a business is about taking risk. Risk. There it is. And yeah. Taking yeah. risks because and playing safe has gotten us nowhere. Absolutely. <laughs> it may have nowhere us late, fast. Laid, laid off, we, you know, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So, yeah. well, what I will say is first of all, I love the name phenomenal boss Academy. That is like win, win, win. And I was just thinking that COVID is, has, I've thought of it oftentimes as a blessing in disguise, because going back to your point about people in the business that they've been in for such a long time, sometimes we get complacent, we get comfortable, we put our dreams on the shelf or on the back burner we start focusing on all of the other things that surround us that are very important, but we tend to stop looking at ourselves, our innovative selves, our creative selves, our passionate selves, our phenomenal selves. And when COVID hit, 
And a lot of people either had to start working from home or they lost their job altogether. It kind of forced, forced you to take another look, take a new look and maybe go back to the things that you know you can do or that you dreamed of doing, but you put them aside because for whatever reason, you didn't have time, you didn't believe in yourself, you didn't have the confidence, whatever. And now it's like, we can only go up from here. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And so at this point, it's like, let's just, (laughs) we have reached the depths of, I don't know what this is. So at this point, let's just think out of the box. And it sounds like that's what you're doing with your clients. And that is just amazing to me. So I really appreciate you sharing that. And I didn't, I didn't say at the, at the top, but if anybody listened to episode zero, they learned that uh, everything and nothing will talk about different topics. We'll have different segments. And so this segment is about the journey. I call it the journey because we're discussing a compelling story of life or the different stories of life that impact us. And I think the story of COVID has impacted the world. And so this has been remarkable just to hear you talk about the ways that you can help people uh, pivot, as you said, pivot from being stagnant or from going backward to moving in a brand new direction. So let's talk about you. (laughs) Let's just Uh pivot. (laughs) Let's just pivot. I like that word. (laughs) We're going to pivot to you. So, yes. So you are a single mom. Yes. Okay. And what are the things that you and your, you have a daughter. I just know that. Yes. So what are the things that you and your daughter enjoy doing together? Um, you know, interestingly enough, uh, we have developed this like routine of, um, you know, we always have dinner together. Even before COVID, we would always have dinner together. But with us, even though things have died down with COVID, you know, mm-hmm. we still don't, we go out when we need to. Okay. And yeah, so we're we're not like trying to like go out and be everywhere um, and go to parties or any gatherings. So we spend a lot of time at home. So we, um, but we did venture out to some indoor dining. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> we went a couple of places. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. So we went to this place, a couple of places. Amy Roos was one, and so we love. She loves food. She's a real foodie, and okay. she loves good food. So Amy Roos is a place in Harlem here in New York City. And um, they sell soul food, absolutely delicious soul food. And, you know, it's always great when there's a soul food place that actually has food that tastes like it's soul food. So that that is, you know, so we love that place. So we've been there. And so we've actually also been to another place called BBQs um, here in New York City, um, which, you know, they just serve kind of like barbecue, French fries. And I believe you told me before that you all enjoy going to the movies. Previously, we did. Um, So now we've resulted to, you know, what's available streaming. And we're really right now, our biggest thing that we're into is Top Chef. 
I don't know if Top Chef is even still on the air anymore, but we started from episode one. Okay. Anytime I have a, I have, I like come across a new show, I have to start from the beginning. Of course. Yeah. I saw it when it was out, I guess, 10 years or 20 years ago, and she's just being exposed to it and she loves the show. So I, it's great because I've forgotten everything that actually happened and who won and all of that. So we get to, I get to relive everything with her because she's seeing it for the first time. Isn't that something? So that was out, what, what did you say, 20, 20 years ago? Probably 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and she's seen it. So now, and you said you forgot, you've forgotten who I, the winner is. I forgot who the winners are over, you know, cause it, I think the show ran for like a number of uh, seasons, maybe yeah. even 15 years. Yeah. And so it was a long running show and I've forgotten, you know, they, I, I see people, Oh, like, Oh, that person looks familiar, but I have no idea if they actually <laughs> won the show. So it's actually, it's actually pretty exciting. That's uh, awesome. That's very cool. And then, okay. So tell me about a book that you have just tying a nice little bow around all of this. Tell me about a book that you have read that has been transformational to you, something that we can share with my listeners. There is a book uh, that I I haven't read it recently, um, but the book, um, it's called Let It Go, if I'm not mistaken. And this was a random book that I still have. And I refuse to get rid of it. I refuse, you refuse to, to let it go. I refuse to let it go. Um, this book actually transformed my life um, because I was holding on to a lot of things, you know, a lot of like stuff in my childhood, a lot of trauma, a lot mm-hmm. of mistreatment, a lot of self-confidence issues. And this book was a combination of a book and like a workbook. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So I would read through, you know, I was reading through this book and then, you know, the chap, each chapter would start, start off with kind of like, um, you know, kind of like, this is what I want you to focus on. This is what I want you to let go of. And it was written from a spiritual perspective. Mm. And I don't remember the author's name. I still have the book here. Um, I'll, after the interview, I'll screenshot it uh, okay. and send it to you. But okay. um but the author is like a priestess of something, you know, and I remember getting this book kind of randomly. You ever been in the store and like this book is like, you know, mm-hmm. calling out to you, mm-hmm. not it literally. You. I ain't crazy, yeah, it speaks but, to yeah, you. But, yeah. You said I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, but it does. It speaks to you. Yeah. It's kind of like jumping off the shelf. Right. And that was what this book did. You know, it was like a random book. I don't even think it was like a best-selling book. And it was like in a small little cramped up bookstore. But out of all the books in there, I saw this book, I picked it up and it transformed my life because this book took me from like, what's, you know, what are the most painful points of your life? What What's holding you back from, you know, loving yourself? What's holding you back from, you know, kind of living, you know, who you, you know, being living happily, Mm-hmm. Yeah, living happily. That was, you know, how can we get you to let go of all this baggage, you know, that you're walking around with, you know, whether it's, you know, how you've been hurt, you know, as a kid or how you've been hurt as an adult or in a relationship or how you've been um, dragged through the mud or, you know, right. what is it that you're holding on to? Because once you get that stuff out and you confess it and you mm. get it on paper, mm-hmm. let's let that stuff go. Let it go you know, God had a greater plan for you than to walk around with all this baggage 
dragging you down mm. and, and prevent and like blocking your happiness. And mm. so I actually picked up that book recently because I think it's important as we go through life and as we go through our own transformations that we don't forget that, you know, what we've been through. We don't forget like how we, you know, came to make our transformations and that we reflect on all of those things, you know, not to bring it up in our minds as something that needs to block us, but it's things that we've overcome. And it's just like that overcome I list. I was just I about, about to say that. It goes back to the overcome list. Right. It's things that we've overcome. And, you know, we need to get in tune with that. We're scared to talk about what we've overcome. True. And yeah, we're scared. We're ashamed. And we are, you know, we hold back. We want to pretend like that part of our lives didn't happen. But yet that the very thing we're pretending didn't happen is actually taking over how we think, how we, you know, handle, you know, act in relationships, all of our, you know, if we, you know, are we insecure? Are we confident? You know, everything that we've overcome actually dictates how we walk through life. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just whether we choose to acknowledge it and put exactly. it on paper and see it and embrace it instead of saying, you know, being ashamed of it. Well, that it, that book sounds amazing. I'm definitely going to look for it and then share it. Yes. So yes. that other people can benefit from it. So as we start to close, I want to give you the last word. And one of the things I was thinking about in visiting with you, of course, I th- think about my sister. And one of the her sayings, I don't know if you ever heard her say it, but she used to say it to me all the time. And it was probably because I was being dramatic about something. Mm-hmm. And she would always just say, dig deep. <laughs> dig deep. You can do this because I would call her, which is, oh my God, this happened. And oh my God, I can't believe it. Dig deep. Christy. (laughs) And so (laughs) as the last word, I want you to just share some advice for ways that people can dig deeper and overcome whatever challenge they're going through at this time. Absolutely. And yes, I, yes, Deborah was known for, you know, (laughs) she had a couple of phrases, dig deep and piss poor. Piss poor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I remember, you know, she told me to dig deep because I would, you know, call and talk to her about my, you know, everything that was happening in my marriage and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and she didn't judge me and she, you know, totally gave me sound advice. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, with that being said, and we have to take and remember and embrace people that have been in our lives, even if it was for a moment in a season and kind of remember, you know, what they taught us. But one of the things that I would say in terms of having the last word is for people to dig deep into themselves and really take the time to discover who they are and what they really want. And I'm not talking about in generalities, you know, be specific about who you are, what you want out of life and actually claim it. One of the big things that I've been doing recently is, you know, affirmations, writing my own Mm -hmm. affirmations, because it's helped me 
actually stay sane. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I understand. Yeah. I do them too. Yep. They're very important. Yes. And so I do a reflection. And so dig deep, find uh, an affirmation and kind of reflect out on what that affirmation means to you. You know, get in tune with who you are because you are not the title that you're employer has given you. You are not this unseen person that has no value or voice. You know, you are a beautiful human being and you just need to discover it, own it, and claim it. And claim it. And Mm -hmm. dig deep. Dig Dig deep. deep. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) That is the last (laughs) word. Dig deep. I found her a mug that said dig deep and you would have thought I had hung the moon. She was like, nobody touched my mug. <laughs> it's my saying. So, yes. well, Michelle, I want to thank you so much again for being my first guest and for joining me. This has been a phenomenal conversation and I'm already thinking about how I can have you back because there's just so much more to talk about. I'd love to come back. There is so much. Yeah, yes. so much to cover, you know, just in life. Oh, and, and yeah, election stuff, uh, dog stuff. Girl. Yeah. Just girl, yeah. Just 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 <laughs> life. Just life yes. in general. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, thank you again. And that does it for episode one of Everything and Nothing. Thanks again for joining us. For the latest updates on the podcast, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore everything nothing podcast. I'll see you next week. Peace and blessings.